systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Now, man, AJ, you need to sign up. To become an enforcer for the HOA because I realize you have, you have a little bit of a bird's eye view here from your workspace, your work from home office. You can see everything going on. Garbage cans. You know, it's not necessarily cars true. Cars parked on the street. This Well, first, I don't think cars parked on the street is an uh, HOA issue. First of all, I don't give a shit what other people do, so <laughs> that's probably why I think HOAs are the uh, dumbest thing in the world. Um, I, yeah, I don't care, but I'll tell you, like, you can't, you can see things happening from yeah. this office, but that bush blocks a Does lot. Does it? Kind of yeah. gives it your own area? Like, by the time you realize somebody walked by, they're already gone. That's funny. I don't, but I know that our cats sit in the window while I'm working and watch for Jean Parmesan. Jean! Jean ah! Parmesan is the little lizard that lives in that bush, under that bush. And he, he was a baby a couple months ago, yeah. and now he's gotten real big. And we've realized, like, we had, oh, they were delivering our couch. And the two guys stood by the bush and just stared, and we're like, oh, my God, there's a rattler in there or something. No, it was Gene Parmesan, the big lizard. So I put water out there for him because it's very hot out, and the cats watch for him all morning. But other than Gene Parmesan in the bush, you can't really see this a is, whole lot. This is a pretty good view, man. No, I it's, feel like you're going to see the, the comings and goings. You could Because we're also right here by a cul-de-sac, too. Yeah. So you can see people who are flipping around and stuff. No, it's, it is a great view. I love this Keeping office. Keeping an eye. Keeping an eye. We're spending seven hours a day in here, so I better like she it. Has. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the 53rd episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Hello to wherever you may be. We're live here in Oro Valley, Arizona. Another uh, triple-digit day for us. And then I'm watching my friends in the Midwest with their hoodies on. Oh, you guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like raining oh, in 67. I was talking to my mom about that because they're in Milwaukee. And, yeah. and, you know, they're both, my parents are both disabled. So they don't, it's not like they spend a lot of time outside. But I just said, I am so sorry. You guys are not having a summer this yeah. summer. Like, it seems like it was hot for like a few weeks in May. And now, I mean, it's like 66 and rainy. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a shit show. I mean, it's, it's again, when that is your only time, when you know that's your time and to shine. You got what, those three months and you're going to just uh, live it up. That's what I said to my mom. I'm like, I would be pissed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would be pissed because I lived for summer every single year in the Midwest, which is why we moved to Arizona. Yeah. So I am really, I'm not going to rub it in your face. I am really sorry you guys aren't having a summer. My favorite uh, after effect of the pandemic is that all of our favorite shows that we had all binged, um, shitty reality shows, that they ceased production on because the world shut down. I wouldn't even just say reality shows, like shows in general. They uh, went ahead and did so many... Hashtag Home Alone Supercuts and just upload them to YouTube. And I'm talking about everything from 90 Day Fiance to uh, Catfish. Yeah, just say Pat's been binge watching uh, these recaps of Catfish. I've been doing Catfish. I've been doing some of Ink Master because they, um, they'll jump around with Ink Master where it'll be, they'll show you the original tattoo 
And then when they did some other show where they brought the tattoo back, and it's kind of cool. And then Catfish is cool, too, because they cut out all the bullshit. Like, you kind of like the bullshit, but let's be honest. You're really playing just the tip. You yeah. want it just slammed in. I mean, you, you kind of need, like, you need the, the lead up about how they got involved and what, what that person claims they look like and what the backstory is. But then after that, it's all just, you know, the Let's middle go. of the Oreo. Let's get to the other side. You just want to see them meet this person who's not this person. And so they have all these uh, super cuts up on, like, you know, the MTV YouTube channel. And it's Catfish's top five most shocking uh, victim revelations or top five biggest switcheroos, you know, or top five times catfish got catfished. And, you know, it's, it's, it's cool because they do set up all the bullshit in about three lines of text on the screen. Yeah. It's all, all the bullshit gone. And, and they just go, hey, here's this person. They thought they were talking to this person. It ain't that person. Here we are now where they are just meeting each other. Boom. And you get right to it. Man. I feel so bad. I, I realize love I'm, it. I'm part of the rest of the world that has such a short attention span now. Yeah. Like I, was, I love these, right? Isn't it great? That's why it sucks that I love them so much. I was talking to a coworker about that today. We were cutting some news audio, yes. and he just kept saying, "Remember, attention spans are short." Ooh. And I just kept thinking about like my watching TV watching habits. I've been watching Hoarders. Because there's like one season on Netflix. So I watched pretty much the whole season. The episodes are 90 freaking minutes. It's a long time. And like once I see the horde and kind of understand what brought (laughs) on the horde, horde. we can go straight to the end. I want to see what the house looks like after. And then I want the postscript. Did they keep up with it? That's all I care about. What you got going on? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Really, of the 90 minutes, I only need about 12. Let me see in there. Oh, we got some feces in this one. It's terrible, though. I just feel feel bad. I I, I feel bad. Have you checked YouTube for, like, hoarder supercuts? I guarantee they're up. What uh, what channel does uh, that originally come out on? I think it was Annie. Fuck yeah, there are. Annie loves doing that. Dude, I've been... Before I was doing... Hold on. Before I was doing Catfish and Ink Master and all them, I was doing Live PD, which has been on the air forever. But it's because A&E created all those Supercut videos on their YouTube channel. Man. Hoarders, apparently, and I didn't... I, it's not like I've been like a lifelong fan of this show, so I had to look it up. It went away for a few years and kind of regrouped and came back. Yeah. So the new season was up. But yeah, just as I watch TV, I kind of feel guilty at how fast I want to get through stuff. I'm like, oh my God. I'm telling you, dude. 90 minutes, are you damn kidding? Like, it takes... If I watch a full episode, it takes me three nights to watch an entire episode of Hoarders. I might get through 30 minutes a night, and then I'm like, oh, my God. And that's why in 22 minutes, I can watch the top five <laughs> most shocking victim reveals when <laughs> Max snapped on Catfish. And it's entertaining every single time. I mean, it really was. because We didn't have, I mean, remember they used to really um, hoard that content. Yeah. They, they, they had it locked away. And you needed passwords, and it nah. was available. And and now, finally, everyone's gotten on fucking board. Yeah. And they go, look, just create the YouTube channel, put up a, a huge whatever. Yeah. Because we're all trying to find it, anyways. Exactly. And I mean, yeah, you should check for like a for like a hoarder supercut. I'm man. good. <laughs> that shit's out there. That's what she's doing in her spare time. What are you doing in your spare time? You can tell she, yeah, she's working. That's why it takes her three days to get through a hoarders. I'm not working right now, <laughs> which is why I'm ripping through everything that's on the internet. It's very 
very obvious that Pat is in like the home stretch before he goes back to work. I know. He's I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing. He's and, interviewing, but like he's he's staying up late every night, like later and later. You slept till noon today. Yeah, I know. Which just makes me, listen, for somebody who starts work at 6.30 in the morning oh, and gets done man. at 2, I'm like, are you shitting me right and, now? And, like I had eaten lunch and was winding down by the time you got your butt out of bed today. But it's fine because I'm like, he's about to go back to work. So I fully support you living this up. Uh, yeah, I just realized that it's going to be a very 9 to 5 existence that I'm going to have, um, or uh, 8 to 4. 8 to 4 seems to be the new 9 to 5. Yeah, no, reason. I'm very glad you're living it up because I realized that I didn't really live up much before I started work. Fuck no, you worked the, because that's you. Well, no, you but I also, that. I also didn't realize that I'd be working this much for part time. Yeah, it's but, a lot of training, but I also was like, oh, I should have slept in a little bit more. <laughs> I told you that shit all the time, but I you know. can't sit still. You know that, I and I know. know that. And I'm not trying to do therapy on you, so I'll, I'll leave it right there. But okay? listen, Catfish is not the only thing Pat's watching right what now. Else? Love Boat? Watching Love Boat? No. That's, hold on. No, that's, I'm not talking about Love Boat. That's another one, by the way, that you want to talk about how attention spans have a going down. Look at how they used to pace the love boat. Oh, my God. There is fucking pacing on that show. Yeah. Slow, slow pace. pacing. What, what are you talking about? Are you trying to bust um, me out Um, Friends. Oh, yeah. I've been watching Friends. Oh, my God, you guys. Hold on. Hold on. No, hold on. We're supposed to do the, uh, the uh, clap. The clap? I don't, have oh. all of our, I don't have all of our equipment yet, okay? So No. One, two, three, four. Oh boy, he's pretty good at it when we're watching the show. You Thank can't. You. We we need the we need the song playing right now. Just the other day, like he he turned on the first episode of Friends, and I looked at him and I said, "What the? You okay? What's going on?" He's never seen Friends before. Listen, it's, we've talked about this for years. It's kind of a very nefarious uh, reason as to why, because I've been sharing a friend's HBO password for about seven years. <laughs> And um, I thought I had uh, lost access to it. And then for some reason, I because, you know, Friends is now exclusively on HBO Max. So weird because it was never on right? HBO. It was on network TV. It was on NBC. But like HBO Must Max. Must see Thursday night. Which is really weird because the password that I'm sharing with my buddy goes back to like the HBO nowadays. Good God. Because, you know, so anyways... I thought I had kind of lost access to all that. I mean, I was upset because he told me, because he wasn't here when the Friends reunion aired. He wasn't here in Arizona yet. And I I said, I'm like, listen, I know you didn't watch Friends, but I watched Friends. What's the HBO Max password? I need to watch the reunion. And he gave it to me and it didn't work. And I'm too cheap. I'm like, I'm not going to freaking pay yeah. For HBO. And like, this is not a friend that I'm close enough to now no. where I can go back and be like, hey, by the way, remember when we swapped What's your, your new password? HBO for my this? <laughs> can you update me? No. It's like, I'm done with that. Um, so we didn't have it. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's a bummer, but it's okay. So since, again, I'm the unemployed one in the relationship, I have been going around setting everything up around the house, getting my little doodads right. And one of my things has been getting all the connectivity with the TV set up, which is a total fucking talk about a 2021 task that I did not have when I first started moving around in 1996. Yeah, but it's so easy. And I say that because one of the things I was so afraid of getting here, being here alone for six weeks was setting up all the technology. No. It's easy as hell, man. If yeah. I can do it, trust me, you can do it. 
So when I was I ha- losing sleep over it. So I was setting up all the Roku's because we had all all of our shit showed up and all the TVs. So I have everything set up: guest room TV and the living room TV, and I'm I'm plugging in Roku's. And then all of a sudden, as I'm as I'm you know making sure that the Roku's are all set up, they're still signed in from our place in Michigan, and for some reason, it still has the HBO Max log. <gasps> right. So I'm all excited now. Because I go, oh, shit, here's HBO Max. So I can watch South Park, by the way. That's the reason why. (laughs) It's just funny because there's not every TV is signed into HBO Max here. And so if we want to watch Friends, we have to go in the bedroom. Well, there's only one. There's only one that's not. The the big one's the only one that's not. Really? What I learned was if I was activating a new Roku, all I did was log into my Roku account, and it automatically made it like like a copy of the last one. Oh. And would auto log me in, which is why I uh, did a little experiment that day. And I did it on a Roku that AJ had set up in our living or our uh, Our bedroom. bedroom, Yeah. I said, hold on. I said, let me see if I can't kind of factory reset this thing and sign it in. So exciting. As me. And I did it. And then all of a sudden, boom, HBO Max shows up. Okay. So let's stop talking about passwords and talk about friends for a second. How are you feeling about the show so far? What we're like four or five episodes in. So I feel like since I have access to HBO Max and one of their premiere. Yes. You have to watch friends. I make ref. I make at least one's friends reference every day. You need to be in this, this universe shows out there is friends. So I figured why not give friends a try? So What do you think so far? Um, I mean, it's, we're like four or five episodes in. So that's only who's like, your fa- just who's your favorite and least favorite right now. It's so hard because Jennifer Aniston's so hot. Okay, like I get- can't keep my, look, hold on. If you want me to talk about the show, let me talk about the fucking show. I'm, I'm asking you. I can't you. talk about the show in the manner that you want me to. I'm not asking your penis. I'm asking you. But that's how I watch it. I watch the world with my penis. Everything. Um, just like you watch yours with your vagina, which is currently sitting next to you on a chair. Look at that. It actually. The cat sitting it, next to me. It extracted from her mind. Right there next to her. He's so cute. She's loafed. This is theater of the mind, folks. <laughs> Picture a loafed cat. Thank you. Uh, no. So it's hard because Anison is so goddamn hot. But uh, Phoebe is probably my funniest uh, or or my favorite character on on screen right now because she's funny. She's out there, man. I didn't closely, realize how out there she was. Closely followed by, is it, who plays uh, Chandler? Is that Matthew That's Perry? That's Matthew Perry, okay. yeah. Yeah, so he's number two. And then probably Jennifer Aniston. See, I was saying that from the first time I watched it, and I'm not one of those people who's watched it 20 times, but... I don't like Ross. I, I want to punch him in the face. I, and I was saying Fuck. that last night. I said when Brings I... a whole showdown. When I was in my 20s, I hated Ross. Now I think he's kind of funny and no, pitiful. Don't nothing about him. Nothing about him. I mean, one. He's okay. like Eeyore. One. Uh, listen, it. It. I hate it because I know that the entire fucking love story is based around Jennifer Aniston and Ross, right? Yeah. Rachel, Rachel and Ross. It's the entire damn series. So listen, right there, we know that immediately Ross becomes just the guy with the hot chick. Okay. We. Oh all- wait a second. So you don't like Ross because he gets with Rachel, and um, you think Jennifer Aniston's hot? No, because I wouldn't. It's just jealousy. No, I think it'd be okay. Like if I wouldn't. Uh, this big dick energy. It, a little bit, like it's it's mine. I, I want to pee on it. No, because I don't. I want to pee on yeah. Jennifer Anderson. I want to pee on her first. No, I I'd think pee on Jennifer Anderson. That's how hot she is. I would love to watch that. I. <laughs> wow. So, 
I feel he's just a whiny bitch, man. Yeah, he and is. I just, I, but it's not funny to me yet. Like everyone thinks it's so funny. Like woo, woo. to me, I'm like, shut the fuck up and get off camera. Yeah, but like I said, I felt the same way you do when I was in my 20s. Now that I'm 38, I I don't know why I think he's hilarious. But now I'm going to counter this with I think though that may change because one of my favorite TV shows, arguably top five, is It's Always Sunny in, in Philadelphia. Longest running sitcom on, a, I, I believe, cable TV. Best right? show ever. Or all time. Um, that show, originally, I was not a fan of the Dennis character. Okay. Um, and and it's, it's a five-person ensemble show, and they each really do play a pretty decent, even chunk of the storyline. Yeah. And there are episodes that are dedicated to him that sometimes I would want to go, ugh. It's a Dennis episode, which I'm sure people would say about like friends, like, oh, it's a it's a fucking Ross episode. Um, but he grew on me. And after a while, I said, well, let me give him a different chance, you know, and, and I would watch the show again. So what I'm saying is... So maybe is, the second time around, you'll like Ross. Yeah, so what I'm saying is, he's still a whiny bitch. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. No, Ross is but, a whiny bitch. But there is a there's an opportunity for him to... To un to unwind his to unwhiny bitch his bitch ass self um, when I watch the show you know so what we'll I'm, see if he grows up you know what makes but, me sad is this who else is on there yeah see Courtney Cox she doesn't I still don't like Monica I don't know yeah. what it is I can there are certain times she's charming and funny but I always felt like she's got kind like she's about to laugh at everything she's got like a smirk about everything and it's I like don't the know Jerry uh, the uh, Jerry Seinfeld uh, yeah. I'm like, is Ism. she is she gonna laugh? Like, I, I'm, is she laughing at her own jokes, or yeah. is she just what's the smirk? Wipe it's, that smirk off your face. I, mean, I, I feel bad that I don't like her, but I, it's second time around, still don't like Monica. But hold on, I do have to give a shout out though, um, actually, to Seinfeld and It's Always Sunny and all that, because if it wasn't for that encouragement, along with the fact that I, I obviously have to use the most of my friends' bootlegged HBO Max yeah. account. Um, there was, I saw a huge, I believe it was on A&E somewhere. It was a big thing they're doing about Seinfeld versus Friends. Ooh. And those two shows, because they really define the 90s. They're comedies, yeah. And they're these dominating forces, and who do you give that crown to? And it's it's a stupid argument to make good TV, right? Yeah. It's like saying Biggie versus Tupac, you're never going to get an answer no. out of it. But There in, is no right answer. But in that, I saw people that I respect, uh, including Seinfeld people, you know, really pay homage to Friends. I saw Rob Mekanekanecki. How do you say his last name? Mekalini. Thank you very much. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. Okay. But Uh, we love him. So uh, Mac from It's Always Always Sunny Sunny. in Philadelphia, he said that like Friends is the funniest show in the history of TV. How many years have I been telling you that Friends is a funny show and you should watch it? You don't listen to me, but you listen listen, to Mac from It's Always Sunny? Listen. The time He just turned his back to me. It's so funny, right? He won't even look at me right now. The time... (laughs) I refuse to. I re, I reject your hypothesis. You can't look in my eye, can you? No. <laughs> the time when you were, I think it's due to two things. I think one, it's past. Like I think I needed for it to be over because when you were trying to get me into it, I mean, it was obviously already done. Well, yeah, but it still was like you were living. Like I was, we were too close to the era where it was everywhere. And since I wasn't on the original train and we weren't quite hip to binging, yeah. it was only if you had the whole DVD set. Yeah, that's you know? true. So All right, I'll I, give you a pass. I think it's absolutely timing that it's kind of done with and that now that, to be 
arguable, I mean, that's kind of my, even though I was younger than they were in that era, I was like a young 18-year-old. Um, you know, that's I can look back on it now and go, oh, I remember when girls dressed like that. Yeah. And, I, and I remember when. I, say, I remember dressing yeah, like that. Yeah, when, when, you know, when I was a dude dressing with my hair like that. So, I emulated Rachel yeah. in every way, shape, and, and form. And 110%, it's, it's, the, it's the technology factor. And I know all my physical media friends love to sit there and you fucking buy your vinyl and you watch the records go around and you sit in your chair. That's fine. I love you for it. But for me, technology that says, okay, you want to watch this? Here's the entire fucking thing available. Just keep going until you want to stop. And then when you're done, by the way, here's the updated one that yeah. we just did. To me, I'm like, okay, like, and where where can I watch it? On any TV in the house, on my phone, let's, wherever. Let's so, be honest. You're you know, just waiting for Marcel. He found out there's a monkey I in did the hear show about the and, and, and immediately the next day started it. I did Marcel, hear about the monkey. I mean, Marcel isn't a huge part of the show. He's a big part for a small part. I heard about the monkey because I heard that David Swimmer was uh, bitching about the monkey. Yeah, can you imagine working with a monkey on a set? How awful. Like he was doing press about the reunion, the show, and they, you know, they ask you all the fucking questions about, hey, remember when? You remember when? And someone asked him about the monkey, and apparently he bitched about the monkey. And then the monkey's trainer bitched back at David Schwimmer, bitched back at him, and said that you're you're fucking jealous you're of monkey. the monkey. <laughs> and he said he was upset with having to share the screen time. And call me crazy, not that I know any of these fucking people involved. I'm gonna go with Schwimmer on this one. You know. There is, there's, I mean, the animals do play a big part in that show. There's a duck, yeah, but I'm saying monkey, animals and children. I could not imagine yeah. having to work with those two well, species. Well, we were also so. we were cleaning the pool last weekend, and I turned on um, Howard Stern had yeah. all the ladies of Friends on for an interview, and it was yeah, it's, it's, they were pitching the uh, they were pitching uh, the reunion, reunion, and it was yeah. I mean it was long and it was fantastic, but it was just funny to hear. Howard Stern try to like um, what do they call it? Uh, you can't squeeze a rock or whatever and get like what do they call it? You can't make a make a stone bleed. You can't make a stone bleed. Yeah. He was trying to get like okay, come on, do you guys fight on set? Like, do you guys hate well, each other? Was I mean, there jealousy? Think- and these women were all like. Honest to God, no. We were all, and we're they're still all really close. The only they talked shit about one guest star, and would, they didn't yeah. say who it was. I was going to say they they he got them to slightly open up that there were some folks who probably who, weren't the nicest stars, yeah. on set, and a lot of them, by the way, also came back and apologized. Which, by the way, it's what you do. It's called maturity. I yeah. know even famous people that happens to them too, and I say that only because I've had the weird um pleasure in my life of knowing celebrities from the from when they were young and famous to old and not so famous and it's interesting to see the arc well yeah we were watching um we were watching don't ask me why short circuit the other day thank you very much and i said oh shit man fisher stevens i forgot he was on friends he was phoebe's boyfriend for a while and i read yes that he was one of the shitty guest stars that actually oh, he, see? So maybe he, that's who they were talking I about think it might have been so he apologized i guess because he's like i came from film where you memorize your lines and you get out there and do it and he goes this was tv and we'd get out there and do yeah. it and he goes they'd turn around and say no we rewrote all this and he goes i yeah. was just immature so that's a wonderful thing to be able to admit. We were all immature at one point. Just say that it. was the craziest part when I was listening to that Howard interview. That's my, what makes me wonder if that's who they were talking Maybe. about. Who knows? They had so many stars. I who know. Knows? Wasn't but, Brad Pitt? I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we know what he took home. Uh, <laughs> by the way, which is that's another man. You you get the Aniston at, at like thirty years old with Brad Pitt, 
It's just the Bohemian Rhapsody. It's a great episode. I can't wait till we get to it. Um, But no, like that, that whole, like in that interview, them talking about just, again, it's retrospective and we can look back at it all and talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. They talked about how they used to rewrite on, I mean, literally they would what? They would pause. Yeah. And they would rewrite right there. Like, hey, this take was funny. But now if we add these lines, that would drive me fucking nuts. Well, yeah. And again, you know. I you get, get it. Why, why, why Short Circuit lost his mind. Yeah. Is that his name now? Short Circuit? I guess. <laughs> Brown face from uh, Short he Circuit. He apologized for that too. Poor That's Fisher good. Stevens apologized yeah. for a lot of shit. Man. Poor guy. Tough break. <laughs> Tough break for him. So yeah, I'm watching Friends. I'll let you know. I mean, right now, I like it. It's um, it's it's something that is comfortable to consume. Yeah, I like. I mean, I don't want to call it scroll TV, but it is absolutely like I can kind of put it on and sit next to my wife, and we can laugh at the jokes, and I can kind of scroll and maybe Same. play a game. Yeah, and you get like three episodes, and you're like, okay, I'm yeah. good for the night. Yeah, no, but I'm in with it. Yeah, I'll watch it with you, man. Like, and I've also realized that again, I'm going back to the workforce. She's already back in it. There's a good time we're going to be like going to bed at, at, at like a set time and i just i feel like this is what we're gonna well do that's now. what's we're happening do. right now is that pat comes to bed <laughs> with me um early because i have to work yeah we watch a few episodes of friends early now. and that, well yes i'm gonna i'm a 30 so i'm tired I'm man so bored around I, so then after we're done i say i'm gonna go to bed and then he leaves the room and goes and watches tv till midnight mm-hmm. so that's why we're, we're watching friends in the bedroom i'm just it's so yeah. it's so exciting it's to, to watch him experience it for the first do you time. know what's exciting everyone that on this 53rd episode of the podcast that we have something new for you. How often does an old dog like us, and I ain't just calling myself a bitch, how often does an old dog like us uh, come up with a new trick? Well, it happened. Uh, we are very pleased this episode. Our son is going to be joining us. That's Woo-hoo! right, of his own. Our son has had a very unique uh, r- relationship with our career. Yeah, and he's been, now that we're out of radio, he's been opening up about it more. And yeah. opening up about how much he did not care for us being on the radio because... Well, I don't think, he didn't like how it intruded on his life in the form of, and first, let me say this, in no way, shape, or form, am I trying to say we were famous? No, God. I've, I've always said, on the ladder of fame, radio DJs, when I started doing that shit back in 19... You were probably the most attainable level of fame. Yeah. Definitely below a TV anchor. Yes. You were it it went radio DJ, TV anchor, and then you move on to your like actors of maybe theater, yeah, stage. Then you get into your movie stars. But regardless, we were on the air for 13 years in multiple cities and multiple states, and people knew who we were. That's just the way it is. And we were just attainable. And it was also our job to really market the radio station. Well, so, we also, that was that was our thing. We're real people, real yeah, life. Right? We live right next door to you. We shop at the same grocery store. I mean, it, we're that, you know, we're there. We're and real. So for a lot of that, our son was literally a baby. He was a year, year and a half, two, two years old. So very oblivious to it all. But once he started coming of age, getting his own attitude, personality. Yeah, say he wanted to be who he is and he wanted to be himself and instead people knew him as Pat and AJ's son. Yes. And he hates that. And I think that's what kind of got to him is that he said people would know who he is. uh, Because of us. Yeah, and he's like, well, I wouldn't know them, but they would know my name. Yeah. 
And then he said he got tired of people saying, "Oh, your mom and dad are Pat and AJ." I get from it. The yeah. Radio station. I'm glad he's opened up. I'm all. I mean, and and he opened up because he basically said. He expressed some disdain about our podcast. He's like, I don't like it. And I said, well, why not? You don't have to do it. It's nothing to do with you. Yeah, like he, you was, just- he, he was getting very protective over our time. And, yeah. and when we were taking time out to record this podcast, and because we do, we, we go into a room. For an we, hour, we yeah. shut the door and everyone kind of lights out. Um, but so- he was very upset about it. And so he's very upset that we don't make money off it. He goes, I don't get why you're doing this for free. Yeah. And we, we kind of tried to explain. Like, it's, it's hard to explain. I'm like, listen. Our listeners loved us so much. They pitched in money to buy us the equipment to do this podcast. So hell yeah, we're going to do a podcast. And, you know, we've been on the air at multiple stations for multiple years. So it's it's hard to explain though. But I didn't, I also said, okay, what can we do so that you're not uncomfortable with it? And he um, expressed, I, I think you asked him, you said, well, do you want to be on it? That's like, what I was like, trying to figure out. Included. He got so shitty with me today when I'm like, we got to record our podcast. And he like went into a tantrum and I'm like trying to figure out what the trigger is. And I said, yeah. do you want to be on the podcast? And he goes, well, yeah. Okay. And I said, oh my God, it's such a simple solution. Okay. So he is going to be on the podcast and we are so excited about we are. it. We are. So that that's coming up here. How often can you guys say that our son is... On the podcast. On the podcast. I feel bad. We used to use him back in the day against his will. Dylan, uh, what was it called? Dylan in depth. Dylan in depth. Yeah, we used to have him interview, quote unquote, celebrities. Yeah, that's when. Um, they weren't real interviews. They were, they send you like, when you're in radio, they send you prepackaged celebrity interviews and basically you insert your own audio in so yeah. it sounds like you're talking to him. So like Dylan interviewed Steve Martin. When he was like four. <laughs> Isn't Ro- Roseanne Barr too? Uh, Roseanne, Steve Martin, uh, Jerry Springer. They're great. It's great. Yeah, because, you know, our shit. son uh, being on the autism spectrum, um, when... He it, memorizes stuff really memorizes. well. I mean, you will see in our segment with him that he, I think, pretty much recalls and, like... Yeah, if, if it's something he was into, he'll know everything yeah, about it. But he recalls during... Uh, the segment about a TV show he used to watch. And he tells you like word for word. What was in the show. Like yeah. what was in the show. So this is the way he's often communicating with us. He's not like a child on the spectrum who's been um, uh, nonverbal, right? Our kids yeah. always talk, but he has often communicated very much through mimic, through staging. So when we would have him do these interviews, we would just say, hey, say this. And he'd say it. And, and I mean, that was up his alley. Yeah. What he did was watch stuff on TV and act it out and act it out. And then he would somehow figure out how to use it in real life. Yeah. Like, okay, here's... A real life situation. Yeah. Like, which, which was, yeah, I mean... Sometimes it's appropriate, sometimes, sometimes it's not. not. But he was using it as a form of communication. Yes. So his memory is ridiculously out there. And you will see that um, displayed in the interview when he recalls about a television show he watched a year and a half Dude, ago. he's a fun kid. I'm excited to have yes. him on the podcast. And honestly, if yeah. this solves the problem, then more power to it. Because <laughs> I've been trying to solve this problem for a while now. <laughs> I was what they called a fussy eater. He's fussy. He's a fussy eater. Fussy eater is a euphemism for big pain in the ass. <laughs> I mean, if I didn't like something, I told them. I did play with my food, pick at my food. I said, I don't like that. You make this? I don't like it. Why? They wanted reasons. Well, you don't always have a reason. I don't know. I know I don't like it. 
And I know that if I ate it, I would like it even less. You like it? You eat it. Hey, we've been eating our way through Tucson. Isn't this supposed to be a great city for foodies? Didn't you say that? It has some crazy um, global designation, which we should really honestly probably know. Yeah, but we don't. But we do know (laughs) that it is really a great town for food. And I'm talking not only, I mean, obviously Mexican food. You're thinking, okay, Tucson, Arizona. Ooh, boy, there's going to be some good Mexican food there. I haven't had any bad Mexican food since we've been here. It is true. Even what we've described as quote-unquote bad Mexican. Well, we haven't, nothing we've had has been, we've ne- we haven't said that was bad. We've, we've just said, well, that wasn't as good as this place. Exactly. So, but there's a lot of good food here, man. Like, a lot of people have told us that. When I meet people, they go, hey, you know, like, we have a lot of great food here, dude. Oh, my God. I had, how do you say it? It's not a poke bowl. It's a pokey. Pokey. Po- it's a pokey bowl. A pokey bowl. I had a, a pokey bowl at work today for lunch, and it was, I mean, this was, there's like a Pita Poke Bowl place, and it was shrimp, brown rice, greens, edamame, Mm-mm. carrots, um, some sort of ginger sauce, and mm. I don't know, something. Oh, crab. There was crab, and it was incredible. I mean, it's just it, everything I've had here is amazing. Which, I mean, isn't that like a, that's a Hawaiian thing. It's hilarious. Yeah. We, we, we've gone to Hawaii um, as oh, much as was- we can, as we have. And then you try pokey when you move to Arizona. There was avocado in it too. But yeah, everything I've had here has been amazing. What's been amazing more about the food is um, honestly the breath of fresh air it has been that my son has brought into my life. By the way, welcome to the podcast, everyone. Welcome, Dylan. Fruit of my loins. What's up? This is our son. This is Dylan Clark, the, or, or as we call him, the notorious DPC. How you doing? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I yeah, this is one. I guess this is the first podcast that I'm being on here in Arizona. Well, welcome. Do you do you have anything that that you want to plug? By the way, people always come on here to advertise things. Do you have a YouTube so, channel? Do you want to plug your YouTube channel? Or are you ta- he's taking a break from that, so I don't know if he wants to plug it. But if you want to plug it, you can. <laughs> you can plug the YouTube uh, channel. Taking a break from it right. for now. Okay. okay. So this is our uh, 14 year old. Yeah. Are you nervous, bud? A little. A little bit. Don't be. It's no big deal. You have been eating your way through Tucson as much as me and your mom. You've been trying a bunch of new foods, and we would call you a traditionally picky eater. Would you call yourself a picky eater? Yeah, I used to be, but I wouldn't consider myself a traditionally picky eater. I totally agree with that. He Because, listen, I grew up with my sister... Who was a very picky eater. I mean, if, I mean, she ate like three things and if it wasn't one of those three things, she would eat bread if it was available. That was it. So I know a picky eater and I don't know if the, I wouldn't say the pickiness. I mean, pickiness, I don't want to say pickiness. I don't like, it kind of has a negative connotation. It it absolutely has a negative vibe, which it shouldn't because what's the big deal? What's wrong with being picky? Who cares? Aren't you picky when you date someone? Aren't we all? You should be picky when you marry someone. Well, we could all say we're a little picky. If you don't like something, then right? you're picky about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, you go to buy a car, it's in green. I wanted it in yellow. Yeah, does that mean you're picky? No, you just don't want it in green. Um, but, you know, Dylan, you're on the autism spectrum, and kids on the spectrum, traditionally, um, a lot of them have food issues. Sometimes it's texture, taste. A lot of 
kids on the the spectrum will only eat certain foods. So we always kind of thought that you being a quote unquote picky eater was because you're on the spectrum. Now, to be fair, you have tried so much stuff since we've gotten it. Not just since we've gotten Arizona, but just in like the last year, like, and not that we've forced you, but we, you've asked to try stuff. Um, what's been your favorite new food that you've tried over the past like year or since we've gotten here? That is a great question, Dad. Um, I would say that one of my uh, favorites uh, was maybe like the taco that we try and that I tried at the Mexican restaurant. But the taco, you like the taco? I'll be honest with you. I think we need to get him. I think we need to try Taco Bell. Well, no, no, no. I really do. That's no, really, I, don't say it's so sacrilege here in uh, Tucson. <laughs> no, but I, no. I I feel like like Taco Bell would be a better no, first taco option I understand what you're saying with that, but I do believe that there is probably a better other option for him. But that's amazing. So you had a, t- you had a taco with us. We went to a, a Mexican restaurant here, right? And normally when we go to those restaurants, you get um, the kid's meal. And what do you order off the kid's meal? And normal stuff that the kids would like. And and quote and what is anything yeah. but the Mexican yes. food on the I menu. Mean, exactly. I mean you know what it is. Like you would order what? Chicken tenders, right? Right. Yeah. So you would you would basically look on the menu, look for chicken tenders, and say, Bam, that's what I'm getting right there. That is true. So you seem to be I I as as a mother observing her young man, you seem to be drawn by smell because a lot of times you're like <sighs> I do see that, you smell. That smells a lot. good. Yeah, I, yeah. I might want to try that. Is that kind of what drives you to try new stuff? Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Okay. Um, so when we went to the, uh, we went to this is Guadalajara that we went to, right? That was a Guadalajara Guadalajara Grill. Grill. Yeah. So when we went there and like you realized, like, okay, there's no chicken fingers on on the menu. Were you like, all right, it's it's taco time now or never? Yes. Okay. So and he did mention a few weeks ago he wanted to try a taco. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you're out here in Tucson. How can you not? Yeah. There's like tacos dancing down the street. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. There's tacos everywhere. But now, hold on. You brought up a, a great point, AJ. You said the past year, you're you're right. He's kind of taken a big jump in food eating. And Dylan, do you remember it was in Hawaii? We were in Maui. What was the big food that you all of a sudden wanted to? He, he asked to yeah. try this. Un, like, we didn't even have to poke or prod him yeah. or put the idea in his head. He asked for it. What, what did you ask to eat when we were in Maui? Ribs. Ribs. And I have to think it's because you were watching what? Kitchen Nightmares. Okay. And and what was the current Kitchen Nightmares episode that you were uh, digging on at that point in time? Michon's. And tell us all about that episode. Michon's is a restaurant on at a town in Missouri, and that town in Missouri is also home to the world's busiest airport. And, and the restaurant is just a few miles from the tarmac. The owner... Al was too sick to supervise his staff, and the, his daughter was a little was in denial a lot about it. And what was the big uh, dish at this restaurant? It was a barbecue restaurant, and they did not have good barbecue. Well, that's one way to put it. 
So here's my question, Pat, because I'm not like a barbecue connoisseur. I mean, I like barbecue. I will eat it. Yeah. But I'm not quite as versed in it as you. Go ahead. What makes barbecue bad? Because I just feel like it's something that's really hard to mess up. I mean, Um, if if it's either really good or really bad, I feel like there's not a lot of in between. I think bad barbecue is overcooked to me. Anything that's not fresh, anything that's just, which is really tough with barbecue because a lot of it does come, you know, you you cook for 8, 10, 12 hours, right? And then you serve that rack of ribs, and it's really good. The thing is, you know, those restaurants where they they, they have to 86 brisket because they're out, they're far and few between. So you kind of now have people who are trying to cook a bunch of brisket and then freeze it and then bring it to temp. But yeah, so there's, I don't know, I, I feel like it's overcooked. Anything that's not legit, if it's overcooked, undercooked, um, frozen, flash frozen, dehydrated, rehydrated, unless it's been cooking and just brought up that smoker from the last 12 hours. I don't want to touch it. You so know? was a lot of your ambition to try new foods because of watching Kitchen Nightmares? Mostly. Okay. So why was it ribs? Did you, once you saw, I assume Gordon Ramsay helped them uh, come up with new ribs, right? Well, yeah, something like that. Okay. So is that what made you want to try ribs? You you watch that and then you're thinking, hey, I'm eating chicken fingers and pizza and chicken fingers and pizza. Maybe I'm going to spice it up. Is that what made you want to ask me and mom to, to go out and get ribs? Yes. All right. Now tell us about that experience. We were in Maui. We went out and got the world's largest slab of ribs and a big old hunk of chicken on the side. Um, what did you think of ribs? The first thing I said when I tried them was, get out of the city. Yeah, he did. That, was, that is what he, Now, what does get out of the city mean? For folks who aren't well-versed in Dylan, what, is, what does that mean? It means this is amazing. Okay, all right. So you, uh, so you thought it was good? Of course. Okay. Have there been any new foods that you've tried that you have not liked? Not that I know of. Man, the kid's actually eating. What's one that we should try? I mean, I mean like, what's one you think that's uh, next on deck, Mom? I would love to get him. I'm trying to get him to try seafood because seafood is my favorite dish all around. And yeah, he's shaking his head right now. Yeah. Like, no. Way. What's your aversion to seafood? Why don't you want to try seafood? Because, yeah, because I feel like I just don't know how some like people can slaughter these like magnificent animals. Oh. Yeah, but you know, okay, ribs. because <laughs> hang on a second. <laughs> Now, I know I know where she's going with this argument. So you don't understand why people would kill a fish to eat it, but you'll eat ribs, right? Um, yes. Do you know what ribs are made of? Don't know, and I don't want to. Exactly. <laughs> See, it's a don't ask, don't tell See, this policy. is why I got to give you like... Um, I got to give you like popcorn shrimp and tell you it's chicken. This <laughs> worked for the, for the U.S. military for decades, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to get him to try seafood. I do feel like he would like, if we can get him to try it, I think we should get him to try Italian food. Well, you know what's funny? You say about um, the seafood aversion, which, which by the way, I know people who... Um, oh, there's a ton of people who hate yeah. seafood. Uh, one, The smell can be very off-putting. There's a lot of allergies out there. But secondly, I have one friend who is, boy, he just tried seafood and became cool with it. And he's somewhere in his 50s. Yeah, I mean, it's never too late to try new things. And that's why I say I don't feel like I want to call Dylan a picky eater because my sister, who was a... I mean, like a rotating so now, three hold dishes. On. Tell us about that. What was it like with your little sister? So you said she is a traditional in the box 
picky eater. Yes. Um, it was it was fast food. It, there were like three dishes she would eat, and even then, you know, she wouldn't eat them the way they were presented. So so what, so what would happen when the, when the family went out? Because I know the old man loved going out to eat to get prime rib. So what would you guys do when it was prime rib night? So she would, I don't know, she would get, like like Dylan used to, if, if you went to a restaurant, she'd get the same dish over and over again. And she didn't start really branching out in her foods till I think she would admit her late twenties probably. And Dylan's 14 and he's branching out. So that's a good thing. So, uh, seafood, if you really want to get introduced to seafood and I seriously read about this, uh, Dylan, um, the fish stick was fish actually sticks. developed, um, to really introduce folks to fish. Cause before the fish stick, they said most people viewed fish as a, like literal fish, kind of like you just said, right? Like they're nice little fish. Yeah. Um, the fish stick, which, by the way, I also found out is responsibly sourced and fished these days, which is beautiful because I always hear that we're we're screwing up the oceans, right? So these fish sticks are like the nuggets of the sea. <laughs> they're the chimkin nuggets of they the sea. They really are. They are. Would you try fish sticks? Maybe tempting. Think about it. I mean, I think this would be good for like a part two of this podcast because then we could bring you back. Dude, you could try fish sticks on the podcast. Yeah. And then we could bring you back and then you could try fish sticks. And we have a new air fryer. They, See, they, we they should just have him good. try new foods on the podcast. That would be a great little... Uh, Dylan tries. Yeah, I that like it. Pretty, no, shoot, he's, he's already shaking his head. right here. <laughs> would you want to do that? Would you want to try fish sticks and then come back and then talk about, you know, what it was like? Well... If it makes the listeners excited, I will. Okay, there you go. You I bet we can drum up a lot just, of support for you trying fish sticks. He's just like his father. He just needs, if it's for the people. It's for the show, for I'll the do, people. I'll, I, I did some dumb shit in my career. It's for <laughs> the people. This so, is not dumb, though. This is a good thing. So this aside from fish sticks, because yeah. we're, we're going to have you try fish sticks, but what is the next thing you want to try? Because yeah. I know fish sticks we're going to force on you, yeah. but what else, what else would you like to try? Is there anything that like you've been waiting to try? Ooh, that is a good question. I mean, I feel like Hot Pockets was just high atop your list. He tried Hot Pockets. He loved them, of course, because they're Hot Pockets. Um, (laughs) But I'm not sure what else is on your list because the Hot Pockets Pockets are the only things you've been talking about. Wasn't that on your list like for a long time? Yeah, because I was getting a lot of ads for them. Okay, listen to that. (laughs) Direct advertising. It works. Still works. Hold on. How did you get the ad... The ads. Was it when you were listening to the radio? No. Ah! no <laughs> Dead. YouTube. It's all on the YouTube. Okay, so good. Well, I'm glad that you, uh, A, are trying new foods. We're also glad to have you on the podcast. Well, very glad to have you on the podcast. Thank you uh, for uh, coming on, Dylan. You're welcome. All right, there you go. The Notorious DPC. Everybody. Oh, and by the way, yes. I'd be glad to uh, try new foods on the podcast like mm-hmm. Dylan tries. I think we should do Dylan try. I think we should. We could do. do a, we could do a video like right here. Yes. Like uh, we 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 bought this cool. What's this called? A tapestry. A, a tapestry. I hate cool, that word, and I don't know why. We have a tapestry, and then yeah, we could shoot. Boom! Right here. Yeah. Uh, with the camera. We'll get you all set up. I like this. It's good stuff. It's a good use of our new air fryer. Yes. Is really what it is. Because <laughs> it's too hot to heat the oven every day in Arizona. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now. At Pat and AJ.
patandaj.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.